0: you are listening to love your practice with dr laura mock i'm a general dentist a practice owner and a certified life coach i teach women who own dental practices to lead with intention and literally fall in love with their businesses keep listening and you will see how learning to love your practice turns into loving your life too hey ladies Have you ever been in the middle of a clinical day when your assistant or your hygienist or someone who works for you does something that you want them to do a little bit different or maybe a lot different? Maybe you're a little bit irked or you're furious. Either way, I have felt the pain of being in the middle of taking care of humans and not being able to take the time right then and there to be the manager as well. And then what happens typically is we get to the end of the clinical day and we still haven't talked to that person about what we want them to do differently. And there's two reasons for that. One is because we really are busy. We really are. But the other one is that there's reasons our brain will give us not to have that conversation. It's uncomfortable. And we don't know exactly what we're going to say or how we're going to do it. We don't know how to have a conversation about positive changes that don't turn frustrating for the recipient or for us or both. And the thing is that I have had so many clients come to me and complain about this problem that I have actually made a course just for you, you female dental owners, and it doesn't cost anything at all. (laughs) I made it for you for free. It's deeper than I can go in just a podcast. So what I did was I put the whole course together in a, um, a little online bundle. And all you do is text me to get the course. So I have this number set up. It's 66866. Such an easy number to remember. And you just text the words, love your employees to the number. But you can't leave any spaces between the words or it won't come back correct. I don't know what you'll get if you leave a space. But so your autocorrect will want you to... Leave spaces there. You got to go back in and delete the spaces. Love your employees to 66866. And the next time someone does something in your practice that you want to change, you will have a very easy system that smooths out the speed bumps that our brain wants to put in place for us to not do the thing. But trust me, I have helped many women do this before. It's a tried and true plan. I use it myself. Text the number, and then I'll see you in the course. Okay, ladies, we are ready to get on to the meat of this podcast. I actually recorded this podcast almost two years ago, and I'm bringing it back for a specific reason. (laughs) Stay with me for a minute because it's a little bit meta. So, this podcast topic is about getting out of indecision it's about the fact that sometimes we stew and we stew and we stew instead of just making a choice and what i'm going to explain in the in the meat of the podcast here is that that state of indecision is the most miserable place we can be and just making a decision comes and take so much stress off of us, so much heaviness. And what's interesting is that in this podcast, I talk about my relationship with Delta Dental as it was two years ago, but it being the present day. And it's a really good illustration of how we can get new information later and make a new choice because I just want you to listen to it. And then at the end of the podcast, I'm going to hop back on to the tail end and tell you like an update of what's happening with me and Delta Dental. And you'll see how it has a lot to do with that grocery store line that I make a uh, comparison to in the podcast. So just keep listening, stay with me. I'm going to teach you something really important. Okay. See you soon, ladies. Today, I want to talk to you about a phenomenon called decision fatigue. Have you ever had a, a decision to make And you just put it off and you put it off and you put it off and you do this thing that my coach calls passive action where you do research and you learn and you ask your friends but you never actually make the decision and i want to propose to each of you that this phase where you keep yourself in indecision like that is the most exhausting you couldn't be exhausting yourself more than when you have a decision to make that you refuse to just make, okay? So today I'm going to pull you, kicking and screaming, out of decision exhaustion and into I've made a decision and I'm ready to move forward, all right? So here are some things that I hear from you, all of you, are in decision fatigue about. Should I keep my practice ownership or should I sell it? Either to another dentist or to a DSO. A lot of you guys are thinking about selling to DSLs. I'm not gonna lie. I've heard it from several of you, and actually, sometimes I consider it too. I've never pulled the trigger, and I've never even like called anybody. But I'm like, especially like during COVID, I was like, I'm not sure I want this responsibility anymore. Maybe I should sell. Um, here's another one that some of you worry about: Should I expand? Should I invest in the practice? Should I make this new um, service available? You know, maybe a a couple of you have talked about joining the Vivos thing, that movement, which by the way, costs like $50,000 just to get um, trained on it. So then we're kind of in that, um, that indecision on should I learn to place implants or should I not learn to place implants? Should I, this is a big one for me. Um, I'm out of it now, but I was in it for years should i drop my contract with delta dental and then i would think about how mad i was at delta dental and i would resent them and i would when i was doing fillings on patients who had delta dental i'd be like i'm not getting properly compensated for this i'm an, i'm a slave to this insurance company but then at the same time i would be afraid which is one of those feelings that keeps us in Indecision. I would be afraid of all the people leaving my practice. Ah, uh, Here's another one I hear a lot. So like there's somebody on your team who's maybe a little bit toxic or doesn't follow through with the things that you ask or they're the ones who are always the center of the conflict in your office. And I've done this before where I just hang on to that person because I'm afraid of replacing them and this is another interesting thing I hear from you guys a lot. In my area, it's very hard to find replacements. Um, just so you know, like everybody believes that about their practice, including me sometimes, but I have definitely held on too long because I am afraid of letting somebody go. So what I want to do is propose to you there are important and compelling reasons why the best thing to do when you're in that indecisive situation is to just pick a decision and move forward and the main one that i want to talk to you about is that staying in that state is exhausting you're thinking about it in the middle of the night you're thinking about it during patient care you're uh you're tiring out your brain that could be working on better solutions than just, should I do this or should I do that? And I wanna to talk to you about how to get out of indecision. So the first step is to stop assuming that the thoughts running through your brain are all factual, okay? So we're just gonna to say to ourselves, all right, I recognize I have been ruminating on this thing and I recognize that some of the things that I've been saying to myself might just simply be beliefs and not factual so once you have done that you're going to sit and you're going to look at the data for example when i was dealing with my delta dental thing what i did was i made a spreadsheet of how many delta dental patients i had and also how much money i got from delta dental in the previous years So that then instead of saying to myself, but it's everybody, but I can't, I can say I have X number of patients and X number of dollars who have Delta Dental. Does that make sense? We're going to look at the data. And then the next step is going to be very easy. We're just going to say, so on this side I have this option, what are my best and worst case scenarios in that option? And then you're gonna do the same exact thing with the other option. And I will propose to you that most of the time, the worst case scenarios on either option are better than where you're at right now because where you're at right now is so unpleasant and you just keep bugging yourself about the indecision. All right? So you're going to look and ask yourself what the best and worst case scenario scenarios are then i suggest and this is straight from my coach brooke castillo i suggest that you ask yourself if you knew that both options were going to turn out amazing which choice would you make and usually that is your answer and i will also let you know this is from your coach me to you You could choose either one and it would be fine. But here is the key to making it fine. And this is the next step. You need to promise yourself that you will give yourself the grace in the future that whatever you decided from your past self, that you were doing the best you could at the time with the information that you had. So this is a mantra that I want each of you to repeat to yourself. And I don't even want you to go back in your past right now and look at a decision that you made that you either regret or that you are glad you made. And I want you to say to yourself, self, you did the best you could with the decision, with the information that you had at the time. And now if you have new information, you can make a new decision. So it's kind of like uh, this concept that happens to me a lot because when I'm running errands, <laughs> I get a little bit like hasty, like a hobbit kind of. Like I'm, I I want to walk fast, I want to get into the fastest line and I want to get out of the grocery store so I can get on with my life. And I realize I have some thoughts about that I could work on. But um, it's habits, right? So when I accidentally find myself in in the slow line, <clears throat> excuse me, allergies. You know what? I'm going to pause this and get a drink. I'll be right back. And I'm back. Look at that. Okay. So I'm at the grocery store and I'm in line and I realize I am in the slow line. (laughs) How many times has that happened to you? Maybe not lately since we're all getting our groceries ordered and delivered and stuff like that these days. But, um, so I'm in the slow line and I look around and I can see people moving faster in the other lanes but I stay in the line and it's like I already invested this much time. I don't want to start over. I'm going to stay in this line. And so I don't make a new decision. I stay right there. So this is the concept that I'm talking about with decisions. When you have new information, it's okay to reevaluate and make a new choice. And that's kind of, what I ended up doing with Delta Dental. And I'll just go through how that worked for me. So you guys, Delta Dental is so ubiquitous in my town. And um, I, all the big employers give it out, especially, I don't know why, but every child has Delta Dental in in our town. So like 80% of my practice was Delta Dental at one point, a couple of years ago, and I was really stressed about it. And I was talking to my coach about it and it was either, I'm either going to draw Delta Dental or I'm going to try to grow the practice and sort of like embrace um, being Delta Dental's factory, tooth <laughs> factory basically. There's actually a worse word that I use for that usually but I won't use it right now. Um, anyway, I was really stressed about this choice until I realized that the reason that I was stressed about it was actually because of the way I was thinking about it. So what I decided to do at the time was just to continue to um, to accept Delta Dental until I got new information. And then 18 months or so later, my situation changed. I have an associate now. She would like to stay with Delta Dental. And so I had an opportunity that I never really even foresaw, which is now I'm in the process of, getting out of my Delta Dental contract, but my associate is going to stay. So all of the patients that I've collected over the years, nobody has to leave. They can all stay with the practice. And if I had told myself that I couldn't make new choices or that I was in the slow lane at the grocery store, so I had to stay there, then I wouldn't have been open to that that next option that I didn't even know was going to happen. All right, so hopefully that's a good illustration of what I'm talking about. And then what I want to emphasize is I can look in the past and I can look at me from when I first signed up with Delta Dental or I can look at me when I realized that Delta Dental was starting to take over my practice and I can say, you know what? I was doing the best I could with the information that I had at the time. And here's the thing, the reason that we're afraid to make choices a lot of times is because we're worried that we're going to be mad at ourselves. We're going to have regret, but I propose that the worst regret will come from not making a choice. Especially if you promise yourself that you'll be graceful to yourself, give yourself a break, pretend you're your best friend and be like, girl, you did your best. If you want to hear more about giving yourself a break, um, Shakila who's also a dentist and a life coach, she and I had a very good episode on this podcast. I can't remember which episode it is, but I'll put it in the show notes, which number. But I remember the title. It's called Girl, Give Yourself Some Grace. And if you, if this is setting off alarms for you that you need to be nicer to yourself, once I'm done with this episode, will you please just turn that one on and be nice to yourself? Okay, so just promise yourself that you, it'll be fine, that you'll be nice to yourself. Alright? I want you to know that sometimes you're going to make a mistake when you decide something. And I want to redefine what it means to make a mistake. Okay? So, as I look back on my Delta Dental journey, I can see that if I had taken efforts to limit The number of Delta Dental patients coming into my practice, then I would not have had so much of these slots taken up by discounted dental care, right? And what I want to propose to you is that I can look at those moments and I can say, you know what, I learned how to do something in the future. I taught myself A new way to do things by doing it wrong first and that is okay in fact mistakes are valuable because we can learn from them and so if we're looking at our decisions as we're either winning or learning then again we have more mental freedom to go ahead and make a choice so this is what I propose to you look at something in your life right now that you've been putting off a decision and just make a choice. And you know what? I would love to hear from you and hear what choice you made. And I would love to be your cheerleader in that. So you could get on to the listener support group and tell us your story, or you could email or Instagram me or Facebook me and let's talk about it. I would love to hear how things went for you. Okay. Thanks for sticking with me. This is back to present day, Laura. This is July of 2022 now. Okay. Recorded this podcast two years ago and interestingly more things happened with Delta and my associate and basically what it boils down to is that um, uh, just you know recently a couple months ago I got new information I looked over at a grocery store line and I could see that that line was going quite a bit faster and I was like you know what I think I'm going to get out of this slow line and I'm going to step over to this new one, regardless of what I did in the old line, I'm ready to move on. So basically since then, as you probably know, uh, there is a hygiene shortage now, um, and that has affected our office as well, and also the insurance um, climate has gotten much worse. Delta Dental is really putting the vices on dental practices And I kind of got to the point where I was like, I can't serve everybody who's here and we need to make some changes. And I I had a hygienist resign, which wasn't also the last podcast episode that I recorded. And so I am now a completely Delta-free office as of last month. So this was new information. I am not gonna look back from two years ago and say, gosh, Laura, you should have done it that way then. No, 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 no. I have new information now. I'm giving myself the grace to have this new information and make new decisions. And the reason that this is so important is because when I believe that I will give myself the grace to make new decisions and not kick myself, then it makes me feel more free to make the next decision that I have to make. We will always have decisions to make, right? There's always new CE to take or new... um, Equipment to buy, new people to make contracts with, people to hire, people to fire. And if we know we have our backs, it's much, much easier to walk forward and just make that next decision, right? Okay, so thank you for sticking with me. I hope that this illustration was clear. And I hope everyone is having a wonderful summer. And by the way, if you're needing a little bit of strength, mental strength to cut an insurance contract out of your life, you can call me. I'll give you a really good pep talk. Go over to my website, loveyourpractice.net, and you'll see where there's a little spot to make a discovery call with me. Okay, ladies, talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to my podcast today. I'm Dr. Laura Mock signing out. Remember, if you want to take that free course on correcting your employees, text the words loveyouremployees with no spaces to 66866. Thanks ladies. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I would love to meet you. To join our movement, find the Facebook group called Love Your Practice and request to join. If you can't find it, just send me a message and I'll add you. You'll find me there helping all of my ladies to fall in love with their businesses and have a better life.